Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental mm-hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us today. We are going to recap a little bit before we get into the movie that we're covering, Legally Blonde. So stay tuned. Um, We have so much Emmy news. Yeah, we have a ton of Emmy news. The Emmy nominations came out last week. And a lot of the shows that we have covered over the past few months were heavily nominated, um, including Succession, White Mm -hmm. Lotus, Yellow Jackets, and Shrinking. Um, So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to all those episodes, please go back and take a listen. Yeah. 
I mean, I think none of them were surprised. No, but I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't surprised Succession got 27 nominations. Um, White Lotus got 23. Uh, White Lotus season two, which we're actually going to release an episode about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was like a great season, but I was a little surprised it got so heavily nominated. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, Portia, but um, in the supporting actor in a drama category, it's all White Lotus and Succession actors. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. No one else from anything else. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, they're going to duke it out. Yeah. And I, and I mean, how like they're all so good. So it's just like, how can you even I, I don't know, like they're all good for different reasons. Right. So how right. do you pick one? How do you pick one? Mm-hmm. And also the best supporting actress is very heavily White Lotus and Succession. Um Including the two actresses whose names are escaping me right now, but they play the two native Italian girls in White Lotus season two. I was really glad that they got nominated. And our BFF, Jennifer Coolidge, got a nomination. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah, really excited. And I was most excited to see Jessica Williams me for shrinking. Too. Yeah. I hope she wins. Yeah, Gabby, like, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. Amazing character. We love her. We love her water bottles. We love mm-hmm. her energy. Mm-hmm. I think people are also finding shrinking right now. Like later. Yeah. Um, so again, if you haven't listened to our episodes yet, I think we have like four episodes about shrinking because mm-hmm. we tried to split it up and there was so, so much, much to talk about. Yeah. Um, but it's also really funny. Mm-hmm. I thought Yellow Jackets might have gotten more nominations. I was a little, I mean, again, great. They got nominated for Outstanding Drama. Melanie yeah. Linsky got nominated. I know everyone was really pushing for Sophie Nielsen. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. Is young Shauna. I didn't see her name there. That's kind of a bummer. I, I think it's, I don't know, thinking about Yellow Jackets, like not a lot of people I know have seen it. I think there's yeah, one other true. person who I interact with who um, watched Yellow Jackets because I told them about it mm-hmm. and really but, love so it. Are you, are you basically saying we're influencers? Basically, or... you know, I'm an influencer at the couch. Basically, shelter, like you know? if Showtime or HBO wants to like sponsor us, feel free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm spreading the news. But the I think shelter. that's the problem with that <laughs> yeah. show. It's like it's it's on Showtime, which again is like HBO Max or Max. But I don't think Showtime is as big. Like I know yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I'm using air quotes like everyone has Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not everyone has Showtime. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. But then with like these awards, at least with the Oscars, I feel like a lot of times more obscure things do get a lot of nominations or end up winning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that way for the Emmys. I'm not really, you know, hip to that insider info. Um, I will say I was really <laughs> happy to hear Vanderpump Rules got nominated. Um, just as a tangent, mm-hmm. I thought like, again, I, I love trash reality TV, but I do think this season was a, like really, really yeah. good and yeah. I, they totally deserve it. And the editors got nominated too, which I think is super well deserved. And I wonder if that's like a precedent, you know, like I, I wonder think it is. If- I mean, Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, just like editing reality TV. You know, we see producers or writers or editors for all these, you know, fictional, amazing Mm -hmm. shows. But like they're working hard, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, it is interesting that I feel like, you know, in the Bravo sphere, Vanderpump Rules has always been seen as kind of like the little sister to maybe like the Housewives Mm -hmm. or all these other shows. But they got nominated. So I kind of feel like it's like the underdog. Yeah coming out, which again, kind of reminds me of Elle Woods being the underdog that no one saw coming. <laughs> yeah, that's a That's a great segue. I thank like you. It. Thank you. Good it job. just came naturally. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> when you know it's better. So yeah, so um, Legally Blonde, we're going to be discussing today. It came out in 2001. Wow. So it's pretty old. Um, just I, like us. <laughs> just like 
just like us. like me, at least. <laughs> Did you watch it when it came out? Oh, yeah. Like, Did you? It, like, were you mo- too young? monumental? Yes. I've seen this movie a bazillions of mm-hmm. times. Uh-huh. I've seen it on TV every time it's on. I think I just have it on in the background. But you didn't go to, like, the movies with no, your friends? No, I didn't go to the okay. movies. So, again, I feel like I'm not that much older than you, but in this context, I am reminded that I am. And, You're- again, I feel like, am I the Paulette to your L? No? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> If you can teach me how to bend and snap. Yeah, I totally can. <laughs> but no, I think those couple years, though, matter mm-hmm. based on like where we were at during those years. Right? That's so, true. So like you, if you were 15 I was in high and I was 12, like yeah. that makes a big difference for true, seeing, true. you know, TV and shows at that time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, I love watching this movie because I think it reminds me of like my younger years, seeing mm-hmm. it with my friends from dance. Mm-hmm. Um, we all had those little heart necklaces, the knockoff yes. t- Tiffany necklaces. Yep. You know, I love the like bubble letter font mm-hmm. and just all the colors. Yeah, exactly. Like all that stuff. Um, I just, it's it's really nostalgic in that way. Um, but when I rewatched it in preparation for recording this, I was like, oh my gosh, Elle Woods is such an amazing character. I don't know. What did you? What was your reaction to kind of rewatching it as an adult? I think when I've rewatched the movies that we've covered that are older, I I continually am like cringing <laughs> at, at some how, of the things, like diverse they are. True, or how like some of the language they, they still use. say things that I'm just like, ooh, yikes! And like I I will say some of the things that. I've heard or words that they've used in Legally Blonde, in The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, they do edit them out. Like on when you TV. see a TV now. Like I'm thinking when Jennifer Coolidge's character says the R word, yes, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when they're replaying on E, like, mm-hmm. you know, those parts are not on TV. So, mm-hmm. you know, I did watch this, like, I think I forget where um, Amazon Prime, I think, I think it was I did on. too. And then, you know, it's the full movie with all the, the, all the it's things. All <laughs> and I was just like, I think it's because I'm being more analytical and, you yeah. know, like nitty gritty and like looking for things well, now. Well, now, Portia, we are like scholars of film. We are. You know, we're not yep. only scholars of mental health and psychiatry. We are scholars of film and we're combining these interests. So, mm-hmm. of course, we are watching it with an analytic lens. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a disappointment, to be honest. Yes. I noticed that, too, with some of the language and also in terms of diversity. I think I saw like one uh, black person and it was the student that professor strama like hit in the head with a pen and i was like really the whole movie the whole movie that's the one black person mm-hmm. they get hit in the head with a pen so i think that's speaking to exactly what yeah. you're saying yeah and then also <laughs> just like it was funny watching it on greek life there yes. you know the, all the stuff on um every fall now on tiktok and the the i think it was a big disappointment but the hbo max um sorority it was supposed to be this big like exposure of alabama sororities and it ended up like not doing any of that so i think every everyone's like interested in greek life Mm -hmm. um and i think this again i mean legally bomb is like really stereotypical yeah a lot of girls exercising like they were depicted exercising constantly dieting dieting um they're all skinny all same body type Mm -hmm. super cute but I, i definitely noticed that too um, and I, I wasn't in a sorority or anything, so I have no idea if that's really what Greek life is like or if that's like a fantasy. Probably a fantasy. I, don't know. I think it depends. At least I've heard that it also depends where you are. Like if mm. you're in a sorority or fraternity in the Northeast, it is very different. Than like the South. From the South. Yeah. Where I, I don't know. You know, I also was not 
a participant in Greek life. Um, I know some people who have had wonderful experiences Mm -hmm. um, and some people who have had horrible experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And then rumors. Right. So, again, some, like, stereotypical things happening with, like, hazing and, you know. Or, like, weight checks mm -hmm. and, like, stuff like that. So, so I don't know. I mean, I think, again, it depends where you go to school and the culture of that specific, you know, chapter that you're in. I mean, I liked the Delta News. I loved Elle's two little best friends. Mm-hmm. I loved, again, it's like a the comedy. One yes, the one brunette <laughs> who got banks. But it's a comedy. It's over the top. But I did feel like they were so supportive of yes. her desire to go to law school. Yeah. And they were helping her study. And they were all so excited mm-hmm. when she opened her LSAT envelope. Yeah, all very lifting her up. Yes, yes. I loved that, you know. Um, and I think also watching it now in this phase of my life, I just connected with her in every step of the way, like to get to law school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is, this does harken back to like how hard it is to take the MCATs, like getting into medical Mm -hmm. school, finding yourself, like a lot of it just made me feel really good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, My interviews for medical school were not a tape. Uh, (laughs) You had to fly, right? Or go go to Yeah, Yeah. back in the day before Zoom. Yeah, you had to, gosh, I mean, I think I took the MCAT twice. It was really hard. I took an MCAT prep class that I won in a raffle. I never would have been able to afford that if I hadn't won in a raffle. Um, And then, yeah, you had to fly to each school to interview. And it was really scary. You know, they were really interviewing you. And expensive. I mean, to get to like other parts of the country where mm-hmm. you might get in and like might need to go there so, right I mean, or that, might not yeah that's it's hard. yeah it, it was expensive i remember for applying for residency i took out more student loans to be able to afford to fly around to the different places to interview um i mean on the one hand it's nice to get an actual feel for the place mm-hmm. you're going to be living uh the people you're going to be either going to school with or working with on the other hand um you know having the zoom interviews would have saved a ton of money yeah but yeah. I guess you don't really get as much of a feel for you the culture. You couldn't send in your video in the no, pool. No, no, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't. I don't think it would have been really as received as well mm-hmm. as uh, at Harvard Law. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did like the scene where, you know, it was like eight white males yes. who were like okay. looking at her tape. And, you know, I, I liked that they were like, let's give it a shot. Like, this is so different. Yeah, that never would happen in real no. life. Um, but, you know, I thought they were really playing, you know, ton- tongue in cheek in this desire to have a more diverse mm-hmm. class. Again, kind of disappointing given how undiverse the movie was, I guess. You know, just mm, interesting. It was really about, I think, when once she got to Harvard, like, being literally blonde. I mean, yeah. it's literally blonde, right? Yeah. She, so even at the last scene of the movie when it's, they're all in their caps and gowns, it's like it's spanning everyone and there's like, it's just brown hair. Brown hair, brown <laughs> hair, brown hair, blonde. Yep. And I loved that Elle Woods had this sense of self-confidence and like assurance in her own sense mm-hmm. of self. Like, I can do this. What do you mean? I'm going to study hard and well, she worked hard and I'm going to do it. And she did do it. But I was just like, wow, I actually really admired that mm-hmm. about her character And I think, like, you could totally hate this character because she obviously has a lot of privilege, um, a lot of money, these things. Like, she's not taking out student loans to apply to law school, you know. Um, But you don't hate her, I think, because she's also really kind Mm -hmm. and sweet and genuine. Yep. And she is working hard. And I thought, like, all the people around her who were so judgy were just, like, so mean. Um, They're just so mean. And in the context of, like, they all 
also have a lot of money. You and know, privilege. it's not like, so it's like her, it's like, you know, everyone in the same group, she's the nicest and sweetest and seems really like kind and open. And like, she, she's maybe more wealthy even than they are. But mm-hmm. like, they're, it's not like, you know, where you're, we're seeing a vast array of socioeconomic. Right. We uh, have, you know, Harvard. Warner Huntington III mm-hmm. and uh, Vivian Kensington mm-hmm. and, and from stuff. Connecticut, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think also like the currency at Harvard Law is probably, uh, intellect and your brain, maybe rather than money. Although probably everyone does have a lot of money for the most part. It um, helps. I it think, helps. you know, like legacies and stuff like that. Like Warner Huntington III mm-hmm. uh, with all of his senator, you know, brothers and yep. stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that scene where she like just gets there and they're going around introducing each other and everyone's like not even humble bragging, just bragging yes. about all their stuff. I was like, oh, my God, I have been in situations like this mm-hmm. where everyone's introducing yourself and you're talking about, like, this is what I did and this is what I did and this is what I did. And, like, I just – it's so uncomfortable. What is your take with mental health in this movie? Oh, I mean, I guess I'm thinking about mental health I mean, stress comes to mind, like the stress of, you know, getting into law school and then trying to fit in and trying to succeed. Um, I feel like the dynamic between Elle and Paulette, played by Jennifer Coolidge, is really sweet. And I almost feel like Paulette draws from Elle's own sense of self-assuredness and security Mm -hmm. to like take some major steps in her life. Whereas before meeting out, like they kind of help each other. Mm -hmm. And I just really liked that. Um, but what about, and then I think, you know, the sexual harassment with Professor Callahan. Um, but what about your take? I was thinking of it in terms of like relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, and like young relationships, transition. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Elle is so convinced that Warner is going to propose to her. She's like so in love with him. And like that puppy love. their whole life planned out together and everyone thinks that it's going to happen. And then, you know, he breaks up with her and it's like her whole world because it is her whole world collapses is turned on its head and it's like she doesn't know what to do with herself she's lost and then she makes this decision which ultimately is excellent for her but but initially like it's just she's following him and and you know i'm gonna go to harvard law school just to try to get back (laughs) with my boyfriend yeah kind of you know a little out there and Uh not not everyone can do that right but you know i think that just speaks to like being young and lost and how much Mm -hmm. a breakup can impact you yeah exactly and i think we see that and maybe some of us have even experienced that Mm -hmm. you know in our own lives like around that time frame like in your early 20s i think um we talked about this and i can't remember which episode recently um but that i think everything everywhere all at once that like that time in your life can be so confusing and hard Mm -hmm. and really emotional Mm -hmm. because you don't really know like what's next and it sounds like for l she was so attached to him and marrying him and being his wife and just being like 100 percent supportive of him that she was really devastated Mm -hmm. when he kicked her to the curb um, what did you think about Warner Huntington the third? Oh, I just can't stand him. <laughs> I love that he called. Well, I didn't love it, but like Pooh Bear, and then she saw that he was also calling his his ex now fiance. Same thing, Pooh Bear, and then he wants her back after she mm-hmm. wins the case because she's like enough now for his mm-hmm. family, right? She's like serious. That was kind of mm-hmm. her attempt. The whole movie is to be serious, and you know, for him to value me. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think he's just like a narcissist, kind of a scummy, entitled, bratty 
rich Loser. white boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think actually portrays some really classic signs mm-hmm. of a narcissistic partner, mm-hmm. exactly like you're describing, like having the same pet name for each of your girlfriends, like they're interchangeable. Um, and then wanting to go back to the shinier, yep. you know, winning object when the other one isn't shining and mm-hmm. winning anymore. These are actually really classic signs of someone with narcissistic traits. What do you say? Yeah. I think also I would guess and you know you never want to predict this but that if he had married vivian or l that he probably would cheat on i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. With like, you know, younger Mm -hmm. um, assistants, you Mm -hmm. know, people with less power. Like Professor Callahan. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, What did you think about that dynamic between Elle and Professor Callahan? Uh, I think it, for such a silly movie i think it really like was an important part and it was Mm -hmm. and it was serious and Mm -hmm. it happens Mm -hmm. and i think that they portrayed it really well yeah you know within the comedy context right within the context of the movie and like the spirit of the movie and then vivian you know thinking that that's how she was getting all of these opportunities and you know i mean she might not have been wrong in in another context, right? But, you know, and then she's horrified to find out that it was unwanted, and then really kind of lets her see L differently, mm-hmm. and then they kind of become friends. I feel um, like Elle is so forgiving. Like mm, I don't know if I yeah. would have been like so buddy buddy with Vivian after Who, everything she did yes. to me. Like right, cruel, mean. Yeah. Like with the party. Yep. That's what I mean. Is they they do a good job of depicting all these like fancy smarty pants at Harvard. They were so mean to her. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was so judgmental. Yeah. Um, I think I resonated with that because I remember I went to college in Boston, and I, I didn't grow up there. And when I got there, I have this vivid memory portrait of riding the T, the subway in Boston, wearing, like, a hot pink skirt and a, like, lime green shirt, right? I'm, like, 17 going to college. And everyone else on the subway is in black. And I just remember looking around and being like, huh. This is also <laughs> just, like, so... Um, accurate for like New York and Boston, like yeah. you know, we're drab, like northeast, yes. cold, not friendly. We right? wear a lot of black and neutrals. And I remember like getting on the subway, paying my little fare, and saying hi to every single person because like I come from the South, where you say hi to people, and like everyone's looking at me like I'm going to ask them for money or <laughs> I want something from them. Like I have this vivid like core memory of this experience, and so seeing Elle like arrive to Harvard, I was like, yep, yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. Uh, luckily, no one ever told me or invited me to a costume party that wasn't a costume party. Like, how embarrassing. And I – so so Elle takes it such in stride. I know. You know, and she, like, obviously is embarrassed and hurt. And then she's like, okay, well, you know, I look 
hot, hot and she cute, did. and you all are lame, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go talk to Warner in my mm-hmm. little bunny outfit, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then she goes to get her laptop again. I loved like the colorful MacBook. Yes, right? Like I always wanted one of those. <laughs> I remember in um, middle school having the big, you know, like wide in the computer one. labs yes. and they were all clear and you could like see in it. Oh, and we so had cool. Game Boys that were clear mm-hmm. and it was a lot of clear Those things. little like phones with the cords. Yes. Um, and then the blow up furniture. It was yeah. just like everything was clear. Everything we wanted was clear to and you inside. could see the inside, right? <laughs> like, Maybe what was that? I wonder if that appeals to us as therapists, right? Like really wanting to see the inside of things. Like the how part, do these things work? Yeah. And like <laughs> things like that. Weird. Anyway. Weird. But so I also, you know, we could talk a little bit about of mental health with Paula and her ex-husband. Yes. Um, he seems, you know, with not using therapy words, like kind of an a-hole. Yeah. Um, that You're right. That is not a diagnostic term. It's not. Um, but definitely powerful. You know, Paulette seems like intimidated by mm-hmm. him when they go to pick up the dog. She, you know, it's it's like immediately after being gone for so long, they're back in the same exact dynamic. Yes, right? which is feels abusive. Yep. Right. At yes. l- least emotionally on the yep. surface, if not worse. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, kind of backs down and then L comes in with her, you know, legal L one jargon. Yep. Um, using like pulling it anywhere yeah. you can. Right. And, <laughs> and he, gets the dog and it's great. Yes. You know, and that was a really a win for Paula. But just, you know, again, like in a comedy tough scene though like a yeah. lot there within this like funny context couldn't they right. get the dog i'm taking the damn dog like that's yeah. an iconic line but it's like again it seems like it's an abusive relationship mm-hmm. paul it seems very you know scared and, and like disempowered a, a victim mm-hmm. in that in that space and, right she's like tripping mm-hmm. over her words she's having a hard time making yep. eye contact with him yep. you can tell she's so nervous and then like l comes in mm-hmm. again like putting on her lawyer hat and using whatever word she can think of to help her. Right. And I feel like that was almost the first time she realized her power. Yeah. Like, huh, I can do this. I can help someone. And that feels really mm-hmm. good. Um, and I think similar to the scenes with Professor Callahan after he comes on to her, um, this movie does actually a pretty nice job of addressing these really tough serious topics Mm -hmm. that do arise in the course of a woman's life really well yeah and then too like this is where you know it's a little gray so um emmett who's Mm -hmm. luke wilson Mm -hmm. you know so he's not he's never her teacher right you know i think he's a third year right he writes for the paper yeah um but then he also seems like maybe a lawyer already because he, he could is. like represent her. Yeah. Maybe he's like fresh out of law school. Yeah. And he clerk he works, he doesn't clerk, he he works for Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um and he's just like around Harvard yeah, because mm-hmm. I think Callahan's like firm is probably there, you know? Well, I don't know how that works. But mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, I think, you know, if I'm being really like critical, it, mm-hmm. I was, you know, maybe like mm, a little There's bit. There's a little power dynamic power. there yeah. too. Yeah. No, I but. can see what you're saying. Um, that he's like older, he's already employed, he can help her. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see him he like also respects ad- her. Right. I didn't yeah. see him take advantage of right. that. Right. Whereas we see Callahan yes. purposefully knows what mm-hmm. he's doing and like puts his knee or not his knee, his his hand on her knee mm-hmm. um in an attempt to try to take advantage of her. Yep. And again, Unfortunately, that happens. And again, for Elle to know that that was wrong and to stick up for herself takes a lot of self-confidence when you're in a vulnerable position Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, because he could cut her right from the internship immediately and... And, you know, mess with her career. Mess like with that her career. Absolutely exactly. And unfortunately, it does happen. Um, and I thought, you know, it was 
it was nice to see the other characters sort of come to her defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to see more consequences for Professor Callahan. Uh, it didn't seem like there was a whole heck of a lot. And also not surprising. You know, I know. tenured probably. <laughs> probably. It's, that's, I think, a, a magical word in academia mm-hmm. for kind of doing whatever. You know, great movie. I did want to comment a little bit on, we spoke about it earlier, but like a lot of unhelpful, gross, like body stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially just like the whole court case being around, um, you know, a, a Delta new sister who like didn't want to tell people that she had lipo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she's like this this workout guru who can, you know, make change a woman's body like that. And, you know, Elle's like, I took her class and I lost three pounds. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you probably were dehydrated after right. you, you went to from a six to a four. Right. Like, so just, you know, again, really appropriate for the times. Mm-hmm. And we've moved, you know, it's what, 22 years later? I'm not great at math. Yeah. I'm not the doctor I, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> like I'm not good at math. I feel like we've moved a little bit in the right direction, but still not that no. far. And now, especially with like Ozempic, I feel mm-hmm. like we're sliding back yeah. decades. Um, but you're right. I mean, this does depict Brooke, played by Allie Larder, being like unwilling to give her alibi. She'd rather go to jail. Right. Than lose her reputation mm-hmm. and say that like she needed liposuction to look the way she looks. Mm-hmm. Which is so like current 100%. with you know, so many celebrities refuting the fact that they have had plastic surgery, that they're on Ozempic, that they have, guess Tummy what, tush. personal chefs, personal right. trainers who are at their beck and call 24-7. Like, they're also editing their pictures. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, we know that. And I think I t- talked about this in an earlier episode, but I'm going to bring it up again because it's Please so interesting, do. is that they've done studies where even if you know that a picture has been edited, like on Instagram now, it'll say like edited with blah, 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 oh. like filter. It doesn't matter in our brain. Like, we yeah. still will then compare we mm-hmm. still will feel dissatisfied mm-hmm. so like you know we can take all these steps forward with even acknowledging okay i've had work done if i say that and you still are comparing yourself to me and still feeling dissatisfied you still feel bad right like it doesn't matter that you know i've had work done which is just so interesting yeah i think also because like you still want to look like that and maybe you're even sad that like you don't have the means to have right. the work done right right if you wanted to have it yeah so i mean i think all these Companies, you know, Meta, TikTok, Instagram are all trying to do things to help body image. You know, they always have felt leave. You can't say some things online. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. block hashtags. They, you know, will let you know with a filter. But like at the end of the day, it's so hard to it, it's not about that. It's about changing how we interpret bodies right what our society thinks is important correct at at like the inner level it's like we Mm -hmm. value beauty we value um, thinness we value wealth we value all these things that are not attainable for some people for most people and that and that message though has been around for so long and Mm -hmm. i i don't know what it's going to take to have it you know reduced yeah i don't i don't know and i wonder if i'm sure other cultures other countries experience this too um you know by the way we have so many international listeners that if you want to dm us and let us know what it's like in your you know your neck of the woods Mm -hmm. that'd be cool um but i'm I'm sure other countries and other cultures face this issue too but i feel like in america you're right we really really focus on like the britney spears body type even now even now that is like or maybe now it's more the kardashian body type but it's still unattainable mm-hmm. right yeah um, the beauty standards are like always unattainable mm-hmm. 
Um, it's just hard to police it. Like mm-hmm. I, there's a there's a um, creator online who's who's really controversial. Um, I believe mm. they have come out, you know, and said that they have anorexia and they are very, 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 very emaciated and they oh. do lives and they're they're known, you know, they're very popular. They have, you know, Twitch do, and all that stuff. Do you feel comfortable saying who it is? Or no? um, I think it's Eugenie, Eugenia. Um yeah, I mean, I think people know she's very popular. And okay. I think also because she's like fascinating because she looks very sick. Ooh. But it's like it's this moral, I guess ethical question of like what she's doing is not illegal, right? You mm-hmm. can't live stream on drugs, you know, mm-hmm. doing some you can't live stream doing speeding in a car. You can't live stream naked. Yeah, there's all these things that you can't do that not, maybe necessarily aren't illegal but like are, you know, harmful, like, harmful for others to see. So it's like it's it's really just a, this ethical question of like, well, her live streaming, I might say, is doing more harm than mm. some other things. But like, what would you call then? Why mm. like why isn't she allowed to be in her body broadcasting? Like, it's just because it, she's not talking about anything. She's not talking about ED content. She's mm-hmm. not talking about food at all. So it's like, mm. is that the reason that it's fine? It's just it's 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 a it's really a really interesting ethical question. gray line. But yeah. I think you know bodies continue to be. Um, political and you know i went to a training where it's like having living in a larger body is like being a part of political warfare Mm. um and like it is Mm -hmm. so you know this movie definitely does not help offer that body diversity no it doesn't and i I noticed that too like right away um and i also think though maybe to end on a positive Mm -hmm. note the the one nice thing it offered was like at the end when she you know had just been um her- sexually harassed by Professor Callahan she was going to say goodbye to Paulette she was really really tearful then turns around Professor Stromwell who was there like getting her highlights um and I thought that was kind of like a nice model for her to mm-hmm. see that like you can be smart and a lawyer and still get your highlights right and when she said like if you're gonna let your whole career go yeah. for this one man, like you're not who I thought you were. And again, I'm like, well, you were kind of mean to her at first too. You like mm-hmm. kicked her out yeah. too, but I guess we can like brush that aside. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was kind of a nice model to show. Um, and I think that is important, maybe especially for women um, to embrace that you can have all these different facets of your identity. Um, and I know that's something that I don't know if I'd say I like struggle with, I I wouldn't use the word struggle, but, you know, definitely like this imposter syndrome, you know, when you're at a fancy schmancy institution, you're like, well, can I still wear color or Mm -hmm. will you take me less seriously? Right. You know, I think we've talked about that, like with this podcast, I'm a little nervous, like, will people think I'm not as smart or will they laugh at me or serious or like, I know what I'm talking about. Um, so in that way, I did really appreciate, you know, that part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's great. It's, Again, there's so many like lawyers out there who have mm-hmm. been inspired by Elle Woods. And... I, I, yeah, I wanted to look up the statistics. <laughs> like, was there a surge in law school admissions afterwards? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think a lot of people saw like being really feminine in the field, and and then you know were able to see themselves, which is why it's so important, right, to broadcast diversity because yes. if you see yourself 
or somebody who looks like you doing something, you're more likely to do it. So, And so to wrap up, you know, like getting back to the Emmys, you know, so Reese Witherspoon has had a mm. really great career. She's played so many diverse roles. Yep. Um, I do think this, I mean, she had a career before this, but I do think this really like catapulted her star. And now she has her own production company, yep. Hello Sunshine, which a couple of those um, shows, I think the Daisy Jones and the Sixth and Tiny Beautiful Things, um, were also nominated mm-hmm. for Emmys. And she was saying, like, this was my goal with starting this production company was to highlight female voices and, um, you know, movies and TV shows from the female perspective. Because yep. I think given in her career, you know, thinking back to like that movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg, she's come out and said there was a, a scene on a roller or a, a Ferris wheel or something. I don't know if you saw that movie, yep. Portia. Um, that she was really uncomfortable with, um, but she didn't feel like she had a voice to say anything. So I think that's kind of, that's really mm-hmm. cool that people are, again, she has a ton of privilege to be able to do that, but that the people with the privilege are doing it mm-hmm. to try to pave the way for, for you know, future generations. Yeah. But stay tuned because we'll also be covering Reese in the morning show, yes, um, which is a serious, you know, more serious role for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned. Yeah. And then we'll see you again next Monday with White Lotus Season 2 to sort of wrap up our Jennifer Coolidge July. Yeah. Um, and as always, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe. You know, we have gotten a lot of new listeners and subscribers, so we really appreciate it. But please take a minute to rate and review if you want to support the show. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Analyze Scripts, TikTok at Analyze Scripts Podcast, and now we're on Threads. Yeah. I don't know what the name is, though. I think it's just Analyze Scripts. Okay, great. You yep. can tell which one of us manages the <laughs> social media. Um, and we'll see you next time. Take Thanks. care. Thanks. Bye. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe, that's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe, that's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time.